for joining me for the latest installment of TV Madness with Nikisha Madden-Toby. I'm your host. It's nearly May, and we are quickly approaching TV finale time, which means we have to talk about the shows we've been watching this season as they wrap, or before they wrap. The list includes Scandal and Empire. And then there are shows that just got back, like the sixth season of Game of Thrones. Here to talk about these shows and more is my fabulous sister-in-law, Tasha Akatobi, a mom who miraculously, I don't know how, fits in TV whenever she can. <laughs> Tasha, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. This is great. I'm so glad you're in town and we yeah. can do this. So let's talk about Game of Thrones because mm -hmm. it was so crazy that the weekend, of course, Game of Thrones comes back with this in <sighs> insane season six opener. Mm -hmm. It's the same weekend after Prince had died and Beyonce releases Lemonade. Like my head was just too much. Right? I was like, I can't. I can't handle it. It was too much of an emotional weekend for me. Cannot process. There was so many emotions. There were so many emotions. We'll get to Prince and Beyonce in a minute, but what did you think of Game of Thrones? I thought it was great. I love how they started it off with the Jon Snow recap, because I think that was the cliffhanger that everyone was devastated about. Right, right. I know when I was watching it, I was thinking, please just let him come back to life, and it'll all be great. It'll be wonderful. But, you know. Which is not to say that it still can't happen. I know. Which is know. what we're all basically holding out for, right? I know. Because... And that's the reason why I really finished the end of that show. <laughs> I was hoping at the end that he would just come back to life. And so all of our hopes basically are hinged upon this oh. red witch. Oh, my goodness. Melisandre. Who Grandma the... Moses. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> who at the end decides to show her old lady lady parts. Oh. And I'm like, I this. They could have uh... put a loincloth or something. <laughs> So, as you know, I had this, this, I don't know, it was before you got here uh -huh. last night. I had a conversation with mom about it. Uh -huh. Oh, no, maybe we were talking about it, too. Okay. About, like, why did they need to show her old lady Which parts? Mom? I'm sorry. Your you mom. My right. Mom. My, my mom. mom. Yeah. My mom does not watch Game of Thrones. If it's okay. not, if it doesn't have Jesus or some <laughs> prince, apparently, prince Jesus right now. I know. <laughs> she's not interested. If you're not prince or Jesus, go away. So, no, she's not, she's not watching Game of Thrones. But mom, your mom, our, your uh -huh. mom, my mother-in-law, uh -huh. watches Game of Thrones. Oh, she loves it. And was okay with the seeing of the business of the lady. I, and know. I was like, okay, I know. I know you ride or die for Game of Thrones, <laughs> but you even had to admit that was a little much for the That was jarring. Eye. It was a little... I because think I as, looked Because down. in your mind... You know the actress is not. That's not the actress. Yeah. They, they superimpose the actress's head on this real old lady's body. Oh. So you're looking at a real old lady's lady. Oh. Lady. So. <laughs> like, I don't want to see her for JJ. I'm sorry. I don't want to see mine at that age. I, they can just put uh like uh. surge like this surgically. <laughs> Like, put my underwear on and, like, just, I don't ever have to see my business again at a certain age. Like, but I look. guess that was the shocker. You know they love to shock us. So, you So, know. aside from the shock value of, wow, that's an old vajayjay, uh -huh. it's, what, the message is what, that she's a witch and we, she's at least, what, 300 years old? Yeah, they or? said she's hundreds of years old. You know, and I she wears a necklace to glamour people into seeing but her. But I did see that there was some shot, like, seasons ago where she wasn't wearing the necklace, but she still was her younger self. So ha. people are like, hmm, hmm, did they miss that? Or is there something a little bit more to the necklace than ah, we think? Ah. So I don't know. But It was funny, though, because I love how there was, like, this whole conversation after the fact that people were like, did she lie down and die? I'm like, no. <laughs> she didn't die. She, she would have gone to sleep. She just was tired. It's like. That's what happens when, when you're you 300 years old. To me, it's like when you get home, you want to take your bra off. She and she's going to get into bed. She What's took her necklace off. <laughs> And then it was like, oh, oh, oh. I love how people were tweeting, like, she's been catfishing us this whole time. 
uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. There's all these great theories, and this is why I love the fact that, that we don't know what's going to happen to Jon yeah. Snow, but I love the fact that people are like, now she's going to morph into Jon Snow, or now she's going to have another piece of jewelry that does something to make Jon yeah, Snow come to life. Or, I don't see the morphing of the Jon Snow somebody, Somebody's That'd like, she's weird. an elf. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, what Within that world. They just, throw it, they just think it's that world, so she's going to throw an elf She is an elf. She's a gnome she... or a troll. We're going to throw it all this stuff. She's going to spit green vial and make Jon Snow come back to life. I don't know, but I just, I'm excited to see. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of when you compare it to a show like The Walking Dead, yeah. which in so many cases has disappointed people, especially mm-hmm. with the way they did, you know, how they treated the whole Glenn death, mm-hmm. non death. Mm-hmm. Um, this was exciting to see the, the sort of um, suspended, yeah, you know, gratification yeah. and sort of like, you know, you, you know it's going to pay off. You know somehow, somehow Jon Snow is going to come back in some form. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the wolf. I didn't even think about Melisandre I know, take, wolf, turning herself I was, into Jon Snow. Yeah, I was waiting for the wolf to come back and to show up. And when that happened, I'm thinking, well, maybe they're just going to say that. And that's what I love about Game of Thrones is that they have all these side stories that yeah. are connected. And they do a great job at connecting them and that you know there's always a way out. Yeah, It's as if George R. R. Martin develops ways to get out of things. Well, let's talk about that, too, yeah. because that's the fascinating thing. This is they're, they're going off script, so to speak. They don't have him... <gasps> They don't have the book. Mm-hmm. The Bible's gone. Yeah. So they have the, the bones and everything's mm-hmm. there, but now the writers are going to have to be, I mean, with his guidance, of yeah, course, yeah. but, like, they're on their own in terms of deciding how, just how Jon Snow mm-hmm. is going to come back. Yeah, and I wonder what he's going to do with the books based off of this Right, now. right. So. And then there's all this rumors and stuff about, you know, knock a wood, not that he's another, like, you know, <laughs> after Prince that I was like, no one is safe. You know. Um, but people were, t- you know, on, on the oh, Lolo, gosh, somebody please. was saying George R. R. Martin is not in the best health. He eats really horribly. Really? Well, look at his butt. I mean. You know what I mean? And they said he, he loves the liquor. Uh, you know, he likes a nice it. bottle of glass of scotch or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, he doesn't take the best care of himself. But that doesn't mean he's going to die tomorrow. I mean, people people do that and they live to 100, you know, to 100. Yeah. Mm. I'm not ready for the so, nerd world but, if he dies. But Right. So that's yeah. the thing. I think the writers realize. They need to hurry up. <laughs> Let's hurry up. Cannot rely <laughs> on a book that hasn't been finished yet, and a man who may not be around yeah, forever, uh, much less uh, another year. But I still think they'll do a good job. I, I'm, I'm really worried. hoping they won't disappoint. I'm not us. worried. I, yeah, I'm not if, worried. If, if, I put it this way: if the season six opener was any indication, yeah. we're gonna be fine. Yeah. We're gonna be fine. Uh, <laughs> now we're talking about a show that's not fine. Empire. You know how I feel. You and I have talked about Empire for a while. You know I gave up on Empire a while ago. Let's talk about why, so, though. Let's talk about oh for our listeners. Oh, goodness. Let's, let's talk about <sighs> why you don't have the love for Cookie and Lucius anymore. Why, why you no call them no you, more? Well, you know me that season. What was the season two opener? Season two opener. When she came down the gorilla suit, I was like, well, first of all, Don Lemon showed up. Don Lemon bothered me more than the gorilla suit. Really? I said, okay, I'm trying. And Al Sharpton. And Chris Sh- Rock's non-part. Like, why were you? What are you doing? What's happening? You're not a dramatic actor. I know. Stop. And Chris Stop. Rock, honey, you're not a thug. We don't believe you. We need you no. need more people when no. it comes to that. No. Come on, Stop. you're not a thug. No. Oh. Can you be the thug's cousin? I know. You can be the comedian. So I tried, and I think I stopped during some episode when Hakeem got kidnapped, honey. And the way I think he what was he doing running. <laughs> 
Like when? Did, first of all, when did you start running? When did you start running? When did you start running? When and it, all of a sudden they just snatch you up, and I said, "Okay, you know what?" I then it made it. They implied, they never said or confirmed or denied that he was raped, because when he was oh released, really? Yeah, when he was oh, released, geez. the first thing he did was instead of going to see his parents, let everybody the people who had tried to who had basically helped him get away. Mm-hmm. Um, Instead of going to say thank you, I'm I'm safe. He ran, and first person he wanted to see was Boo Boo Kitty, and he hooked up with her. Uh-huh, so the the implication was he wanted to prove his manhood because he had been somehow molested or done something. Something was done to him. Lee Daniels sounds like so, but but then they never addressed it. It was Lee, like sounds like a Lee Daniels. Was thing. he molested? We'll drop was he a raped? Hint. And he goes and he hurry up and has sex with. With with Boo Boo Kitty and now she's pregnant, so it's just like this show. See, I, I had wanna... given up on it long past. I know everybody's, but people around me have filled me in. I'm just like, yep. See, I st- I still made the good decision. To <laughs> no, of not course you keep did. Because honestly, at this point, now that Essence.com could care less about me. <laughs> you don't like, have to watch it anymore. <laughs> once the ratings slipped, they were like, let's focus on underground. Oh, which I haven't started watching yet. We'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, so the emphasis is not on, you know, I mean, last year, I put it this way. If you compare what I was doing last year to this year, this time, mm-hmm. everything was Empire, all day Empire. Yeah. I was writing Empire stories for mm-hmm. all my outlets, for, for yeah. you know, for Detroit News, for Essence, and I couldn't write enough stories. Like, people were just eating it up, and mm-hmm. now nobody It's asking, funny you say I that, because I remember, what, what, Empire's on Wednesdays, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember it would be Wednesday nights or at work. People are like, I have to get home. I go watch Empire. Now, no, no one is one saying says that. Like, that. I, um, I could stay a couple of I've never hours. seen a show <laughs> fall off so fast. Yeah. And how, you know, like, I mean, to me, I guess the closest comparison will be like something like Glee or Modern Family, where there was mm-hmm. so much buzz yeah. in the beginning. And then it just, but at least with those two shows, it was at least about season, season three or season four before people just were completely yeah. just checked yeah. out. This is just feels like now people are just watching it to hate watch. Oh yeah, I feel like I'm now I'm not I'm part of that too. Which I don't, is always wonderful. Well, in the Twitter universe. <laughs> well, yeah, right. <laughs> Here's the thing: I love Taraji. I love I love her, her so much. as Cookie. I feel like sadly on that show, she's the only character that anybody whoever is writing this show now that it seems like she's the only character they actually are investing in in terms mm. of like giving some depth to it. Either it's her performance or the writing or, I don't know, maybe both. But she seems to be the only fully realized character on that show. Yeah. And everybody else is just like either a caricature or just or just really undercooked. Well, they realize that's where the moneymaker is. That well, but they don't it, make it good. People will probably totally stop watching that show. When it comes right, to and her cooking. outfits and her phrases. Yeah. I mean, she's she's why you're watching. But at the same time, for, it, for instance, when they went on the hiatus before they came back, because this is the second half of season two that okay. we're in now. Oh, they're doing that now? Fox is trying to take an AMC? Honey. Okay, sure. Well, because that was the thing. I feel like part of the problem is they rushed it back. Mm -hmm. Because initially they were going to have it be like 24 in that it rolled out in the winter of 2015, Mm -hmm. like uh, January, I think, February, something like that. And then they end it. And so they were going to wait until the following 2016 January, uh, uh, January 2016, to bring it back for season two. But the buzz was so high, Fox rushed it into production. They rushed Lee Daniels into production, and they made it come back in the fall. And I think that was one of the things that hurt the show because I felt like they hadn't really gotten a chance to sit down and take stock of what they had. And instead, they were, like, so excited that people liked them that all these guest stars, all these celebrity guest stars wanted to come on. So you had Alicia Keys, you had Chris Rock, you had all these people who didn't necessarily fit in the storyline at all. It's like, can't somebody say no? No, apparently not. 
And um, and then and it showed. It felt mm-hmm. this season has felt rushed and undercooked, and they don't ever really felt follow through on anything. Mom and I were laughing because they had Naomi Campbell. Spoiler: If you actually even care or watch, um, um they had her commit suicide. What? <laughs> and okay. the way See, you are confirming my decision. <laughs> I'm telling you. Why? Exactly. Why did she commit so, suicide? You love this. So basically. She she marries Marissa Tomei's character. Marissa Tomei has been I know, tricking okay. him the whole time, and then she goes, "Ha ha! Me and Naomi Campbell are married, and now Naomi Campbell's gonna take over your company." So they they kick out Lucius, and Hakeem becomes the CEO, and then he's like, his family's like, "Really, Hakeem?" So he's like, "Yeah, we gotta get rid of Naomi Campbell's character, whatever her name was, mm-hmm. Camilla. Mm-hmm. We gotta get rid of Camilla." So he records Camilla himself having a uh, having sex on a sex tape. Sends the sex tape to the wife. She freaks out and was like, I thought this was supposed to be just you getting a company. Obviously, it's more than that. She kills Marissa Tomei's character. And as what, what, Why did she kill Marissa Tomei? And she never really wanted to be with her anyway. She just wanted Hakeem. And she wanted to get revenge against... She wanted to get Lucius back. So, like, you know, she wanted to get revenge against Lucius. So, as she's cleaning up the crime scene after killing the woman... Lucius comes in and was like, I recorded the whole thing and now I'm, I'm going to take it no. was so bad. I'm going to no. take it to the police. No. Or you can take the same poison you just gave her and kill yourself because you're not cut out for jail. It's so bad. Is that in jail. the point where we think they jumped a shark? Or was it <laughs> <laughs> So she takes the poison and I'm like, What? How long would it have taken him to drive to the police station? By then she could have flown to a Paris or something. She could have <laughs> That's horrible. She never thought of a third option, like you could flee. That's horrible. It was so bizarre, and now she's just gone. And they had a funeral. <laughs> Confirmed. Not even trying. You will never spoil that for me because I've never watched it. It feels like a music video. It feels it's like R. Kelly made it. Yeah. Oh, but trapped in closet sounded better. Speaking okay. of which, same along those same lines. What's going on with Scandal? I don't. Oh, Scandal. You know Scandal's a show that I will Girl, never stop watching. But I have to. I'm but, loyal to Shonda when it comes to that, but, that show. And I love, what do we call her, Olivia the Bad? I love <laughs> Olivia the Bad. She's awesome. Olivia the Bad. Okay, and can I, we talk about the slut shaming, though? Because yeah. basically she killed old dude because she he slut shamed her. I know. Which, of course, of course, Shonda would have that yes. as a message, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Do what you got to do, Shonda. But... Mm-hmm. And she had the blood all over her face. It yeah, and just... then he, oh, the the killers pick her up. Quinn and and Huck, great. The killing crew. <laughs> Nobody is telling Marcus what's happening. Just crazy. Poor Marcus. Why? That's that's what he's why just did observe. He's like an intern. When are they, they just treating him, him like an intern? Line. He's just like, can I help? Everybody? No, nothing to see here, you know, Marcus. Sometimes I'm like, who does he have dirt on somebody? Why is he still here? He seemed like he was a character that was not going to stay around. Well, they liked him so much in that lawn chair episode. Uh-huh. I remember the episode was with Courtney Vance mm-hmm. where he's sitting out and his son was killed. It was, and people liked Courtney Vance. They weren't going to keep Courtney Vance because he had obviously people versus OJ Simpson yeah. to do. Plus, what would you do with his character beyond know, that what moment? Would you do? So then they kept Marcus because Marcus was the one who was sort of like testing Olivia's, you know, community is involvement. She like his moral compass. She or something is, like that? but. Now it seems like they don't really know what to do with him. They don't know him. what to do with him. They and don't. I love him. He's, he went to high school with Shamika. Did I tell you that? Oh, really? Cornelia Smith Jr.? Oh, really? The world is so small. The oh, my so gosh. Small. No, they need to figure out something. I think he could be, he can have a great storyline if they can figure it out. 
If right, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. I feel like not as of course nowhere near as bad as Empire, yeah. but I feel like with so much of this shock value, like oh, Jake's gotten married. Oh, oh, the dad said if if Olivia ran away with Jake, he would slit Jake's throat. Oh. Jake was in an abusive home when he grew up. That was so sad. He killed his dad. Like okay, this is I liked learning about Jake's mm-hmm. backstory, but I felt like again it was. Almost to an extent, it felt wasted because yeah, I think they kind of just dropped it. It was like, okay, here it is, and then all right, that's why he's that's all why close. he's always trying to yeah. save Olivia. Yep, but then she was mean to him. I mean, horribly mean to him. And I just and then <laughs> your boy Fitz, Olivia, you okay? Like, get out of here, Fitz. He just needs to go away. Can't this administration be over? What's he gonna do when the administration is over? Is he gonna go to Vermont and make? Jam? You know what I hope he doesn't do. Start speaking like Papa Pope because apparently everybody has caught Papa Pope disease and has decided to now deliver soliloquies. Well, you know very well it's going to be Jake is going to run and Jake is going to become president and it's going to be a cycle again. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen. Oh, and then Olivia will be his and side Olivia's piece. Olivia's going to be a side piece. I can't. They better not. Or then, like, Olivia's still going to be Olivia the Bad and then she's going to try to kill the first lady and it's <laughs> going to just be who knows. Well, I want Melly to be president. I know. And then they created this fake Trump character. I just. I think they're doing some fun things. Scandal is never to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But I just feel like they got to tighten it up. Tighten it up. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I don't think I'll ever stop watching it. No. At least I'm not hate watching it. Yeah. I'm not hate watching it. I'm always expecting something good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. So you said you did finish House of Cards? Because I haven't finished the season yet. You didn't finish I'm House like of Cards? I'm like two episodes your, away from What kind end. of TV critic are you? I'm a busy one. <laughs> I'm too busy watching Underground <laughs> and crying. It was excellent. It was amazing. Do you, you like know? what they did this season in terms of putting more focus on Robin Wright Penn? And... I loved oh, it. Oh, she's, I... sorry. She's Robin Wright now. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. I love how they really developed the Claire character. And it, I think you can look back on other seasons and see why she did, has done what she has done. Because mm-hmm. it's always been to this end, this kind of end game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the complexity of their marriage. I love Their marriage that. is so weird. It's so weird, but it's so, I guess because I live in the area. And, you know, oh. I, know I know enough about that. So it could be. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's just, that's not unusual. <laughs> I can see that happening. What was the barbecue man's name? What was his name? I love that. I love him anyway. Oh my Reggie, gosh. Reggie Cashy is the oh actor. Oh my goodness. I forgot. But, but yeah, I love, him. I love what they, oh, how they did. Did you see the part with him? Beating up the reporter. That, oh, but you didn't see the part with him and Frank? Well, he cussed Frank out? Oh yeah. He was like, <laughs> I'm done. You want me to make you some <laughs> you <know>? ribs? <laughs> Why did it remind me of that Prince song? Get off where she was like, what do you want to eat? She goes, ribs. ribs. He goes, Toy, I don't serve ribs. ribs. <laughs> it and all again, comes back everything to comes back it to all, everything comes back to it the all comes one. back to everything. the purple one but I love House of Cards I absolutely love it you know it's just what I love is that for a show within a streaming service and they've so taken Netflix to the next level mm-hmm. and kudos to them for that and kudos to Netflix for seeing it but it's like it seems so by comparison this season was so much stronger mm-hmm. than season three I agree and it seemed like, again, somebody sat down and said, we need to regroup. Mm-hmm. What is happening with our show? So let's make this stronger. And, you know, we we can make, what what who are we not focusing on? Yeah. And somebody brilliantly said Claire. Mm-hmm. Because I love what they, I was nervous when they had him in a coma. I didn't like the dream sequences. Uh-huh. But I really like how Claire sort of emerged as, you know, the bad 
bitch. Yeah. We knew she could be. We knew she had it in her. Yeah, and I think everybody's waiting for her to come out and to see that because a woman like that is not going to just play, sit back, right? And play second fiddle to her husband. She right. wants her own power. Yeah. So, I mean, I loved what they did with it. It just, it just made sense. Cause I and felt, you didn't see the end, so I can't talk to you about it. You can tell me. I'm not. No. I'm okay. Okay. We're, you're with Brent. It's a, you're in a safe space. Okay, where they decided they're going to run together. Oh, it's so Oh, so I know that. Okay, you know that. That's okay, so end? you're there. Well, I mean, pretty much. Oh. Pretty much. <laughs> I guess I, but I'm I knew like, that. Yeah, that makes sense. So basically, okay, okay I'm going to ask you this, but it's a spoiler. Okay. So do, we don't know who wins. This no. Okay. no. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm okay with no. that. Yeah. See, that's the thing. With these shows, there's so many shows. I check in on shows. Okay. I don't binge watch. I don't have time to binge. Oh. I, do, I wish I could. I feel like my life is not complete if I don't binge watch something <laughs> that I like. If I don't like it, I will stop and just say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, there's so, I mean, I'm, I'm in the middle of Daredevil. Same thing. I'm like, oh, oh I wanted to see it. who. I haven't started that. Is it worth I watching? liked it. I okay. like it. Okay. I like the better season one. I feel like they kind of go. Oh, there's more than one season? Okay. And now it's in the second season. Okay. Maybe I'll watch that one. Yeah. They have the Punisher on there now, oh. who is, is Shane from The Walking Dead, John Bernthal. Oh. So I love him. Okay. So I wanted to see where they were going to go with him. And it was hilarious because Che, your brother, and I was, we're falling asleep. And he was like, I'm, I can't do the second. I was like, I will see you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the Punisher. <laughs> the next morning he was like, You okay? Was it worth it? I was like, Yeah. That was, yeah. I was not half asleep, but I'm, that was good. So we've talked about TV. We're going to make okay. a slight detour. This is a little uh, non-traditional for me, but I'm happy with this because this, these are t- these are topics we talk about. Yes. These are things that, you know, we couldn't ignore yes, over the weekend. And we're going to start with Beyonce's Lemonade. <sighs> the fabulousness that is Lemonade. You So you really like the album? Oh, my goodness. Oh, the album. Uh, wait, are we We are separating the visual and the... <laughs> I mean, I love, I love everything. Okay. I love it all. Okay. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I think it's her best work. Really? I think it is. I love Beyonce. I don't know if I'm a part of the beehive. I'm not. I'm on the verge, maybe. I, no, I'm not going to be doing that craziness. I'm not going for did. Rachel Roy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not media. going for Rachel Roy or I'm Rachel not Ray. I'm her daughter. <laughs> or I'm Rachel not, Ray. Or Rachel Ray. I'm not Who, going. God bless her. How brilliant was that she put out a meme that said, That's I do the, side dishes, not side pieces. I heard that she put out a recipe for lemonade. And I was like, <laughs> I love you. But the side dishes I versus know. side pieces. <laughs> Kudos, so, Rachel Ray. I didn't know you had it in you, honey. <laughs> so I think this is my opinion, and I've always been a fan of Beyonce. But I think this is her best album. I can listen to it straight through. I've I've always been a fan. Mm-hmm. I remember interviewing her years ago before she became, yeah, you know, Queen B. <laughs> um, and she was still a Texas girl, mm-hmm. and she had just was just now. I think she just made her solo move uh-huh. from Destiny's Child, and how sweet she was, and how approachable she was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's like that anymore. I'm guessing no based on the eliminate, but I could be wrong. I think she would be, I don't know. She probably would be approachable. She's just. Guarded. She's grown. Yeah. She's a mother and she's a grown woman. And a wife. And a wife. Oh, yeah, a wife too. Let's add that. Though. Yeah. Let's talk about that part. Okay, we can talk about that part. What the hell, man? Like, is he cheating on her? Why are you, and if he is, why are you staying? Why are you putting out this album? It's just so much. Well, you know, I think. This is just an example. I don't think we we don't often see a narrative of someone who has gone through heartbreak and cheating and has come out on the other side to where they have decided to stay and the rationale behind that. Because if you look you mean at beyond it, Hillary, well beyond Hillary, well let's <laughs> or Jesse that. Jackson's wife. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Hillary. I'm gonna put that to the side. 
I mean, if you, you know, and of course, there's been tons of think pieces about this. There's been all this conversation in back rooms at water coolers and everything. But, you know, there are people who are in relationships where they feel like they're really with their soulmate and they're really with their best friend. And what happens if your best friend just happens to betray you, do something wrong? Are you totally going to end it? Some people will. Some people won't. Some people can forgive and they can move on. But... uh, I'm here, I'm listening to these songs. Does it sound like she's forgiving? But him? no, if you listen to, if you go through and you you if you watch the the visual album again, and if you listen to the songs all the way through at the end, she's the last song, him. it's a forgiveness song. It really is. I just. I mean, it's hard. It's hard because again, we don't often see it, and I don't think a lot of people want to admit. But there, we we know tons of people who have forgiven. Of course, and they moved on. But here's my thing. By creating this thing, mm-hmm. and I and I, I agree with you. Well, it's just ma- it's a masterpiece. Yeah. It's her masterpiece. It's probably her, you know, her. It's going to be her nexus, right? It's it's, yeah. it's, it's her moment. This mm-hmm. is her moment, and I'm not taking anything away from that. But it it feels like I don't know if you've seen the, the whole Zelia Banks thing that she said. Like it's it's anti-feminist. Is what Why she argues is that? because but- she said it makes it sets women back because it looks like well I still need this man. But is it? I don't a, necessarily agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that because I think it. You're thinking that feminism is one dimensional, and you think, it, and that's someone who's thinking that people that's can't just be people, right? And right. Yeah, I can in one end be you know the stereotypical. Oh, I'm empowering women, but on the other end, I may just really love someone, and I want to. I want to work it out. Why can't those two pieces exist in the same person? We're all complex people, right? You know, I could be a feminist. I am a feminist. As am but I. If, yeah, but if I decide... There's no one look of There's feminism. no one look of feminism. And feminism doesn't mean you forgive somebody who does something wrong against you. <laughs> you know? Because I'm a feminist. I'm not going to forgive anybody if they do anything wrong. No. Come on now. That's ridiculous. But I don't think Beyonce has ever said she was a feminist either. Yeah, she has. Has she? Yeah. I mean, she's had it in lights behind her. Feminist. <laughs> <laughs> She had, I don't think, okay, that's a hilarious extreme. <laughs> I don't think that's her point in music, uh-huh. though. I don't think that she sets out every time she sits down and makes a, makes a song and says, no, this is the feminism no, version no. of my song. I think she's just being I Beyonce. Think she says, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. Yes. And I believe that women are strong. Yes. Here's my version of strength, yes. and that it happens to be feminism. Exactly. Cool. And strong women, everything doesn't work out perfectly for strong women. We go through things and we work through it and we get through it. You like you can get through it on the other side. I know it's it's just funny to me because there was you know there's so many conversations after Prince died. Like who would in our within our generation if they died would we feel like this sort of connection to and more sense of loss mm-hmm. and mourning? And the first person I said was Beyonce. You know Beyonce, and you know right now everybody is worried about Stevie Wonder. I'm gonna tell you right now okay. if something <laughs> happens to Stevie Wonder, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I well, do not know what I'm going to do God if bless happens. Stevie. I'm just glad he didn't have to do another funeral performance. I know. Because I can't watch it. I mean, I, I lost my mind when he performed at Whitney Houston's funeral. So I can't. And, and, and then and then Michael's, this. which I couldn't, I could barely cover. I was yeah. at the Staples Center crying my Little eyes best. out. I remember. And I was like, I can't take this too much. Oh, yeah. No. So I, I, I'm glad he didn't have to perform. For whatever reason, they quickly cremated him. At least it eliminated that sort of. But you know they're going to have some type of tribute, and that's where it's <laughs> going to be. Everybody is going to Steve be a mess. B needs rest. Stop trotting him out for all these funerals and and, <laughs> and memoriams. No more <laughs> memoriams for Steve. But I'm gonna tell you, if he does, it'll be an awesome. I mean, of course he's gonna kill it, oh right? He'll slay. But I still need Stevie to sit I down know. and take some some breaths. 
and not die because we can't take any more. 2016 has been too much. But you're right. Like, back to the Beyonce thing. If something were to, oh, my goodness. I think especially right. for me personally after this album, and I have I think her self-titled album for me being, because she and I have children who are around the same age. Oh, wow. And, you know, mothers around the same time around, the, we're also around the same age. I very much connected to the self-titled album. And that's where I was just like, oh, she's moving in a different direction and she totally is getting um standing up into her own and coming into her own. I did have a problem with the release of it being the weekend at Prince Dad. But but Keisha, how's she gonna know Prince? It's Prince, die? you were friends. How's she gonna know Prince? Pump it breaks. Pump those breaks. Pump it. Prince Pump would it. be Pump like, <laughs> You better go sing this lemonade. He would have been sitting there no, drinking well. some lemonade. He would have been he would have been in the video somehow taking the lemonade <laughs> and making it and like putting a little drop of purple. Please. I don't, I don't know. I just needed a minute. It was too much. It was a lot. It was very Game emotional. Game of Thrones, Prince, and Beyonce, stop. I know. My brain and my heart. Ugh. It was all. My soul. <laughs> but hey, I, you know, if Beyonce is going to stay with Jay-Z, I mean. And you know, I get it. I heard his. his business is as large as a two liter Pepsi. She makes reference to that in his her song. If he's putting it down like that and she's hooked on the I don't phonics. Think, I don't think that's what it is. I think Really? She, no, no. I mean, that could be part of it. <laughs> but I think honestly, and this is my opinion. I don't know these people. Let me just say I don't know these that's people, right. Let's but just be clear. from what I'm observing, what I'm feeling that they're connected. They're connected. They are people who are in a marriage and they truly love each other. Like those people who are like soulmates. And they're very, very connected to each other. So if someone does a wrong in a situation like that, how easy is it just to go away? It's yeah. not. I don't know. All I'm saying is Tina Turner and Ike were going through some stuff. Ike he was her. beating her. She didn't have a song like, oh, my but life Ike is this in my eye. Right. But she but, didn't sing songs about it. But wasn't talking about getting, okay, physical. And I'm, Come on now. Keep it to yourself. No. Apples <laughs> and oranges. <laughs> Apples and oranges. Keep it to yourself. And can I just also say that I love just the aspect in terms of the visual album about just the whole yeah, I notion love of like H- black sisterhood and all that. I, I that. absolutely loved all of that. Yeah. It was wonderful. I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, on so many levels, I admire her artistic creativity. Mm-hmm. I love her artistic license. Mm-hmm. Some people were saying it's not all just her. She's taking on the story oh, yeah, of, it's of tons Tina. Of people. She's taking on a story of her, of, you know, different women yeah. that she's known as well as her own story. So it's a, it's a blend of her own story mm-hmm. with Tina's story, her mom and, and other women. All of that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you just feel some sort of way. I just wonder sometimes that weird line between what's yours and what's marketing and. Yeah. I mean, you're always, yeah. And I, and I don't like that. Because she opened that door, like somebody like Rachel Roy, who has since recanted, mm-hmm. that she implied that she was Becky with the good hair. And, yeah. and you know, you got somebody like uh, Rita Orr implying mm-hmm. that she was Becky with the good hair. And it's just nasty. Yeah, but she can't control that. Yeah. It's like she's an artist. Why is she going to use, she's going to use that as an excuse to hold her back from, you know, showing her I art. Know. You I know? know. She can't help the craziness of people. Trying to detract, basically. You know? They're basically, yeah, that's what right? they are. It's like, go somewhere, please. I don't know. I, but I wish her the best. I love her. No. I think she's a brilliant oh. artist, and I can't wait to see what she does next. But at the same time, yeah, I I I think it's great that HBO is in the Beyonce business. I know they can't help it now. <laughs> I can't wait till next but, year. What are we gonna but, do next year? Right, but you know, that's just... when's Blue album? When's Blue? <laughs> <laughs> I need Blue. We need your album soon, my child. I know is probably waiting for it. One last note, and I'm gonna leave her alone. <laughs> 
the whole thing that was so funny was when Lemonade came out, people were like, remember when Solange beat up Jay-Z in the elevator? It That's all why. makes sense. But at the time, she downplayed that. But you know what? To me, that it all makes sense. It's just like... She just was like, mm, this fool up here, he's doing his business. I already know my sister is going to handle this. This is why I'm going to step back in this elevator because he knows he's wrong. But, hmm. But that's exhausting for Solange. That's who I feel for. How many fights she's going to have to fight for Beyonce beating people up in an elevator? But she choosing to. Beyonce didn't tell her to go beat nobody but that, up. But as a sister of someone oh, who... Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. You know I When you don't you. like somebody's spouse... You can't only watch this person suffer so much, uh, but the fight is eventually, essentially, and at the end of the day, not yeah, yours. Yeah, I know. And so she, like you said, she fought it in her own way. She, she fought it in her own way. Um, Solange comes with the fisticuffs, <laughs> which I love, and Beyonce goes to the studio. They just do it differently. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about Prince uh-huh. and how only Prince commandeered a whole color. Oh like, goodness. only, can only, you know, it, there's no one else. Can I just say, do you know how many purple suits I saw the day <laughs> after Prince? Do you know how much purple I realized I, I have in my wardrobe? Oh, my goodness. I know there's You a see lot my purple scarf? I just, I, I can't get enough purple. People I'm like, are sitting here like, I need my purple pants. But what other singer would die and people like, I need to wear, there's no, there's no other singer that's associated Genius. with a color. Beautiful. He lives, he'll live forever. His music lives forever. People are just, it's just weird. It's weird. I don't. I didn't want to believe it. And it's one of those like you didn't. You. I felt like Tupac. People like, oh no, he he just moved to Costa Rica. <laughs> His name is not Prince anymore. <laughs> can I tell you um, that? So can I get the story of when I found out the Prince? Yeah. Prince, so I'm in a meeting at work, and I'm sitting in the back, and I have my phone, and the the alarm goes off, or the the what is it? The notification. Uh-huh. And it was actually from NPR. Oh. And it says Prince dies at 57. And I looked at the first thing I thought, who is playing on my phone? This is not <laughs> true. And then I looked closer. I was like, oh, it's NPR. Right, oh, this the first, is not the first, a joke. The first notice I saw was TMZ. So I was like, oh, they're lying. I know. They kill everybody. No, I saw NPR. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I'm sitting in this meeting just about to lose it. And then my boss, she stops. She goes, wait a minute. <laughs> Did everyone see this? Is this correct? Did Prince just die? And everyone was like, yeah. And she, she looked distraught. And I looked, I said, I don't know if I could be here. <laughs> and then some people were like, huh. Oh, my goodness. I almost lost it. Afterwards, went back to my office. And people were, like, out in the halls. It was like after, you know, after a hurricane, people come out and to see if everybody's okay. <laughs> That's how it was. People were like, did you hear? Are you okay? People started talking about their favorite Prince song. Of course. And people were singing. Yeah. People were pulling up on their phones. Uh, people wanted to go home. It was really I tragic. couldn't work the rest of the day. I couldn't work for the rest I of the day I was a either. mess. It was really. I had a phone interview. And the lady oh, called. No. And she said. Can we do it? And I said, do what? <laughs> and she said, you have a phone. We have a phoner oh, with you and this this, this uh, reality star. And I said, Prince Dad. I know. She was like, oh, yeah. I was like, so she couldn't get the woman on the phone right away. And I was like, she also is mourning Prince's death. When you get on the phone, call me back. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I need a minute. It's like everybody was walking around thinking like the world does not make sense right now. It doesn't. It just didn't make sense. And I, it's like you never realize that until someone like that is gone. It's crazy. I didn't know that man. I didn't. Neither did I. But I feel like I grew I up with him. I feel like I did too. Oh, and then, oh. Then did you hear your mother-in-law? Has she told you about the story when she fell in love with Prince? No. <laughs> was it the interview with the underwear? Yes. 
You want to tell the story? So my mother, my crazy mother, hi, mommy. Um, she and I were talking, and she talked about when she first um, saw some interview with Prince years ago. And she doesn't remember what show it was on, but she said he was sitting <laughs> on the chair, and all he was wearing was, were some briefs and a tie. And she said the minute she saw that, and I guess he was acting a little kind of coquettish and wasn't really, you know. She said the minute she saw that, she said to herself, that's my man. (laughs) I said, you would. She said, I just loved him ever since. He's weird. He was a weird. He was a weird. He was a beautiful weirdo. And I remember the first Prince album where he's on the back on that Pegasus he's naked yes that's... we had that in the house and i would always sneak to look isn't at that it. called prince it's that's... called prince and i would sneak to look at the back like oh my god i want to be your lovers on there yes. which he apparently wrote for patrice russian uh-huh. which i didn't even know he knew her and they worked together and he had a crush on her but he wasn't prince yet he wasn't the prince it. that we know i love that he had crushes on like everybody and he would write songs for them i know that's just... he wrote uh-huh. a little red corvette for vanity apparently and i just uh, <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, it's just so I know sad. it's so sad it's just weird it feels like a loss it's like a, yeah. su- a substantial and noticeable loss I mean his music is still here but it's just like the person it's who so did weird. it is gone it's it's just weird it's weird it's a weird feeling yeah I mean I know I was I was pretty sad when Michael Jackson died but it wasn't the it same it didn't feel like this it's not, it didn't feel like this yeah I think with Michael it felt like okay it was hor- it was sad but we kind of saw it coming <laughs> Yeah, you know, it just yeah. I just I wasn't surprised no. when it happened no. with Whitney. Even it was really sad because I love Whitney. I really Houston. was surprised oh with Whitney. I knew she had drug problems. I wasn't surprised. I, I was very heartbroken, but I wasn't surprised. I was shocked because really? I had just it was strange that day. It was the NAACP lunch, mm-hmm. and it was the same weekend as the Grammys. She died. The Saturday. I remember. Oh, I remember when that happened. Yeah. So, and she was there. She was here in Los Angeles mm-hmm. for the Grammys. So it was all of it was all too surreal. Yeah. And I had just gone to the NAACP lunch, and a reporter I knew was talking about. Oddly enough, I saw Whitney a couple of days ago. She was out of her mind on drugs. She was not really in the mm. moment, and she was slurring her words and doing weird things. And I was like, "That's crazy!" And not even an hour later, they were like, "Whitney Houston is dead." And I was like, "What?" Ugh. I. What? Like, it's weird when somebody just said, I saw her, she looked yeah, crazy, and yeah. then she's dead. It just was like, it was so, I didn't, again, I didn't want to believe it. I was like, no, 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 it's a mistake. Yeah, but this print, print, this just seemed like totally out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right, there was no story. There of, was no prep. There was no preparation in my mind, thing, seriously. Well, the only thing I'd seen was the flu thing. The flu thing, and they yeah. were saying he had canceled all his Atlanta shows, yeah. and he had come back and but made But that happens. Artists do it that. happens all the time. Yeah. I don't think my, my heart. Die. It's like my my subconscious didn't prepare me for Prince. No, my subconscious prepared me for everybody else. All those other people we just talked about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's <sighs> now they're talking about making this house into a museum. And... I'll go. I'll, I'm there. I'm there. I'm, I'm at I'm opening. We, I like Minneapolis anyway. I do like Mall of America is my jam. Mm, we can been, make yes, a trip. We could do it. We can make this hey, a trip. Let's do it. <laughs> We we'll those... get our purple outfits and hey, hit the road. We'll put the kids in purple. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be like, why am I dressed like a raisin? I don't. I don't um... be like, tinky winky. <laughs> why am I dressed like a purple teletubby? <laughs> now is the part of the show before we wrap up this episode, which has been a blast. I love you. I adore you. This is the part of the show where you try to convince me why I need to watch The Family on ABC. Okay. 
And I'm going to try to convince you to watch Underground on WGN. Oh, oh goodness. You want to go first? All right, The Family. Okay. It's watch great. It, watch it. So, to me, The Family has, I was. we were talking about this earlier, it feels like a British type show. Okay. Where That's it has point. this kind of crazy twists and turns. Um, it starts off with one plot, but it kind Which of takes the son you. Was kidnapped. The son was kidnapped, um, and now he basically was she uh, a high, high position like she was the mayor. Okay, she was the mayor oh, wow. in the in the town. Oh wow! Um, and then he was kidnapped, and then he comes back. They thought he was dead, but he comes back. He shows up at a, like a police station, and huh. he says he's this you know this boy. Um, so it's, that's the plot that you come in on, but then it kind of takes these twists and turns related to all the issues going on internally into their family. Like the sister, Because that wasn't even the name of the show originally. It was something like yeah, Discovery Road. Which would not have made sense The family sense makes more me. sense. Yeah. When you said the family, I was like, Yeah, Damn. when you said Discovery Road, I was like, I didn't realize that was the road they lived on. <laughs> no one cares about that. But the family makes sense because the family, they're a hot mess and it's wonderful. I love it. It's great. <laughs> they're just, it's great. Especially the daughter. She's oh, and you said the ca- the cast in general is just the cast. Is the really daughter good. was the woman actress. She used to be on the newsroom. Yes, yes. And of course, Joan Allen. I would watch anything. Joan she Allen, did, which is one of the reasons I was awesome. going to watch, awesome. and then was like, I don't have to have it. Yeah, yeah. All, the acting's really, really good. Um, there's one plot line that's a little, eh, but I think you mean the affair up, thing. Yeah. So the father is having an affair, or had or having an affair with the detective who was on who Boardwalk was on Empire. Empire. You just. I, it, you just made that connection for me. It was hilarious. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's who she is. Yeah. And she's really good in it. Too. I love her. Yeah. Again, lots of reasons to watch. So I think you need to watch it. Uh... I think you'll like it. At least watch like the first two episodes. Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. Now I'm going to try to convince you to watch Underground, which is difficult to watch. I mean, it's strange. Yeah. I'm recapping it right now for Essence.com. And typically when I recap shows, I watch it once. Mm-hmm. Then I go back and watch it for point, like a, a quote or a line or something. I might have missed the first time. I can I can only watch Underground one time. See? In one sitting. It's the heaviness. It's heavy. And it's not that I'm opposed to watching it. I want to watch it, but I know... It's pre-Civil like, War, it's pre-emancipation. I'll tell you, you know I've never, I still haven't seen 12 Years a Slave. Which was hard to watch. Which I, I don't know if I'm ever going to be prepared to see that. I, it's hard. So this, I'm like. This oh. is like prolonging it. See. It's like 12 Years a Slave every week. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. But it's amazing. And the acting, the acting is amazing. The writing and the historical stuff that they they intertwine. I mean, some of it is a little fanciful and fantas- yeah. it has a little bit of fantasy in that. Like, come on now, that slave didn't nobody had. But, <laughs> but like we knew what slaves were doing. Well, right. Well, we don't know. So, but so they're right. So they're taking their they're using some history and then uh, and adding some creative license. And I appreciate and admire that. Mm-hmm. The part that blows your mind is the stuff that is the history part, the historical, yeah. actual historical stuff. You're like, that was a thing? Huh. Like what? Can you give me an example? Um, there was a term called drapomania. 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 Drapomania was apparently a made-up pseudo-psychoanalysis or a label for runaway slaves. Oh, were, I've heard about that. I were, haven't heard of called drapomania, but yeah, like, <laughs> oh, they're crazy. They're, they're, There's something wrong with them because they don't want to be a slave. They want to run away. That's a mania. Yes. That's a drapomania. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> to cure them of their, so the their need was, to be free. The cure was whipping and, and torturing because... They need to get those crazy notions of freedom out of their head. Because they got the dreptomania. Like, what? Yeah. There was a crazy, like, psycho quack made up. 
thing. Psycho babble, you know, BS. Unlike why, why would somebody want to run away to freedom? <laughs> they must have drink too many. Like okay. stuff like that where you're like, wow. And they work that into the storyline to show you how jacked up that whole idea was. I mean, and we know, you know, oh, they call gosh. it a peculiar institution. I don't think it was peculiar. I think it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> peculiar? How yeah. is it peculiar? Because it was a human being saying I own another, you know what I mean? So it's just, you watch it and yet the stories of these people trying to get away and, and the families and the, how much, the, the, the peculiarity is that they were like, some of the, the, the slave masters had, you know, relationships. Oh, yeah. They were, because it was considered a relationship. Mm. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Just craziness. And you watch and you're like, how is this even? But it happened. It happened. I think I I could try. And Journey Smollett-Bell is amazing. I love her. Aldis Hodge is amazing. There's an actress named Amira Vaughn who plays, or sorry, Amira Van, Mm -hmm. who plays Journey Smollett-Bell's mom. She's amazing. She came from theater. Nobody had even heard of her. She's still in the show every episode. So, I mean, when you look at the cast and the acting, the death. It's a death almost every week, it feels like. You fall in love with a character, and the next thing you know, they're dead. Well, Game of Thrones, same thing. Yeah. This, is, okay. this was even this is even more deadly than Game of Thrones. You're like, I just lost my death, but I, somebody lynched him. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can try. I'll try. Okay. I'll just, try. just be one. Like I said, it's, I'll warn you, you can only probably watch it once yeah. and try to do it, and then try to go run or do something happy. <laughs> After, because this it weighs on you. It's I was like, you know, how do you? At the I was ask, asking the actors, like, how do you do this and then wash it off and go and live your life? So it's supposed to be a mini series, because um, I'm like, you, there is an end point. Well, right, <laughs> but now it's been picked up for a second season. So oh, okay, I'm I'm trying to figure out what a second season is. It going to be the same cast or new actors or same actors playing new characters? Mm-hmm. Because I'm. The way it's written, it seems like this is it for these characters. Gonna have, it's going to be a okay. conclusion. Okay. Well, that's good. That makes sense to me. If it's more of a miniseries. So it's a 10-part. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if, I, I'm, I'm guessing. I could be wrong. I'm gonna. It's going to be interesting to see how they end this season, and that'll determine probably how they proceed with season mm-hmm. two. I would argue it would be better to start on fresh and go with a whole new... A whole new set of people? Either, right, new set of characters or something, because... Because when does underground become we we we's free? When does right. I mean, once they become free, I mean, there's still stories, yeah. but you know, I, I just Harriet wonder. Harriet Tubman makes an appearance. I know. I, I'm her. asking, does she? They have not said. They have not said, but so far, no. Okay. So far, it hasn't been anyone really. Maybe this will help push no, the release actual of the twenty. Image, Maybe characters. this will help push up the release of the twenty dollars. I know. Okay. I know. I know. So you think you're gonna watch? Maybe. Yeah, at I least can watch. watch. The pilot. Yeah, I can watch. I'll watch the pilot. Yeah. You know, you've convinced me. Yay. Are you gonna watch the family? I am. Okay. I'm gonna at least Thank watch you. the first two episodes. Thank you. See how we first work. First two. T- okay, I think that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. See how we work together. Good job. We're a team. Yay. And Woo-hoo. that's our show. You're amazing, Tasha. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you too. And this is the part of the show where I thank Tasha for doing a show. You're amazing. Our sponsor, Adam and Eve. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you love more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants you to wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter the code Offer code MADNESS, M-A-D-N-E-S-S, at checkout, and you'll get 10 free gifts. Go check out our, check, go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item and get free 
10 gifts free, including free shipping when you enter the offer code M-A-D-N-E-S-S. That's madness at adamandeve.com. And that's our show. And that was our sponsor. I didn't laugh. Did I'm it. doing it. I, I did it. Thank you, but you did it. <laughs> I also I have to think, right? Are you proud of me? Yes. NPR West. Uh, the amazing Patrick for being Yay. an engineer who <laughs> brings the cheer. He's amazing. He also loves Prince, and so it makes me love him more. <laughs> Production assistant and graphic artist Adam Janis, and you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>